we are also announcing that we're finally launching our own banking uh, product today with uh, our partnership with Evolve Bank and Trust. So now not only can users connect their existing bank to use our budgeting tools, cash product, and, and uh, side hustle product, but they can now also open up a bank account with our, our partner. And so you can use Dave for A to Z uh, banking at this point. And we think that really it was our grand vision all along to do this. And, and here we are sitting today with the news. Welcome to the Tearsheet Podcast. I'm Zach Miller. A lot of fintech is in your face. It's loud and brash and wants you to know how good it is. When Dave launched, the personal finance manager flew under the radar, to me and to Tearsheet at least. But three and a half million registered users turned to Dave to help them track expenses, avoid overdraft fees, and get paid early. Today feels like Dave's coming-of-age party. The company is launching a full-blown bank account, something co-founder Jason Wilk is calling Banking for Humans. In addition to the personal finance functionality Dave is known for, Dave will also help clients build credit by reporting expenses like rent and utilities. The Dave account comes with overdraft protection and helps account holders find side hustles and forecast future expenses. Dave is also announcing a $110 million debt raise from Victory Park, to scale the company on its way to become a viable challenger bank in the U.S. CEO Jason Wilk is my guest today on the Tearsheet Podcast. My name is Jason Wilk. I'm the founder and CEO of Dave.com. We are Banking for Humans, an app that helps people manage their finances, budget between expenses, do banking, and find side-to-side income. I'm a four-time entrepreneur. I've been running Dave for the last two years. My last company was a Y Combinator business called All Screen TV, which was funded by Mark Cuban and the Kraft family. We built that and sold it for $85 million in 2015. I started Dave one year after with the same investors, Mark Cuban leading the, leading the round and becoming our, our board member. And the business has been on a little bit of a rocket ship since we started. It's been an incredible adventure trying to take on the big banks. So, I mean, I, I wanted to jump, I know you have an important piece of news to share, but before that, I do want to ask you a question. So, um, you know, you've got Mark Cuban as part of this investor, you know, uh, group. Um, you've, you've built companies in other fields. Like, why take on banking? It's so, so big and monolithic. So, I had my own personal gripes with banking. I was, I was quite frustrated on a day-to-day basis on knowing what my upcoming expenses are until I get paid next. And I felt like if that was a pain point for me, I can only imagine what it's like for the majority of Americans who are living paycheck to paycheck and who are being taken advantage of by, by major overdraft fees. Um, talking to Mark about this, you know, he didn't sell his, his big company until he was into his 40s. And he also was a, a big victim of overdraft. So when we got together to start talking about this idea, he immediately resonated with it. And, and he didn't caution you like, this is, you know, it's like getting into healthcare business. Like it's just so big and so wily and, and the banks are so like immobile. I don't know. It just kind of feels like of all things you could do, you went in to take on the big banks and hit them where it hurts, right? Yeah. So the timing was really right for the business. Uh, obviously, NPS is at an all-time low for big banks. You're seeing the younger generation getting into banking for the first time and they have no affinity for a Wells or a Chase, these bank branches on the corner are meaningless at this point. If someone can be on their phone, down an app and open up a bank account in, in two seconds, and something that certainly is much more sophisticated, 
has their back, has has AI to help them understand their budgeting and give some extra cash cushion to avoid uh, these pesky overdraft fees. And when I mean the timing is right, the technology was sort of there and infrastructure was sort of there to actually do it. It just, it felt like the industry was missing uh, a real consumer focused brand that uh, was all about brand loyalty. And so with the tools out there like Plaid to be able to connect someone, uh, get to connect someone's bank account with these bank charter partners who enable you to open up bank accounts, I felt like, yeah, that was what was missing was a real, true, great consumer brand. And we named the company Dave because we really wanted it to be this friendly product. We wanted you to think of us as your friend that has your back, not some, you know, stodgy brand. And the deeper meaning of the company is David versus Goliath, since, you know, it really is a tall order to take on the big banks. But Dave, for short, since everyone's got a friend or a family member named Dave, and it's uh, something that we felt was a, a trustworthy brand, even though we don't have a single person at the company named Dave. I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so let's talk about exactly how you're doing. I know you have a big piece of news. Let's start with that and, and work backwards into the Dave offering and, and how you are going to take on the bigger banks. Yeah, so the few pieces of news today, I mean, Dave, by design, we've, we've tried to stay very under the radar as we built our business. Obviously, we weren't able to do that perfectly, but this will be the first time that we announce our user base size, which is three and a half million. Uh, additionally, we're announcing that we are, uh, no, that that is registered users. Oh, wow. Okay. We are also announcing that we're finally launching our own banking uh, product today with uh, our partnership with Evolve Bank and Trust. So now not only can users connect their existing bank to use our budgeting tools, cash product, and, and uh, side hustle product, but they can now also open up a bank account with our, our partner. And so you can use Dave for A to Z uh, banking at this point. And we think that really it was our grand vision all along to do this. And, and here we are sitting today with the news. Um, the, third, the third piece is we are announcing a $110 million debt facility with Victory Park. Um, and I guess the fourth last little piece is that we're, you know, we have renamed our tagline, um, which was originally Dave Outsport Overdrafts to now Dave Banking for Humans. Well, you couldn't stagger four big pieces of, of, of news like out throughout the month. I'm just kidding. Um, so <laughs> w- what does actually um, holding accounts, what, what is that, where does that take Dave before, you know, above and beyond where you were before? Like, how does that fit into your strategy? Well, before Dave was really this, this awesome personal financial management product. And then you could come, you could connect any bank account. And we are automatically going to tell you all your bills and expenses till paycheck date. We are going to help you avoid overdraft fees with intelligent alerts and also the ability to grab $75 from your upcoming paycheck. And we also help you find a job. And now Dave Banking just enhances all those services with real-time updates. We actually have a really cool credit building feature where if you pay your rent and your utilities through Dave, we can actually report those to the bureaus and help you build your credit. And that will be exclusive for Dave Banking customers. We will be allowing users uh, $100 of overdraft uh, cushion instead of 75 
Mm-hmm. And then we'll have some more exclusive job opportunities for our, our banking customers. So Dave really just takes what we we have and kind of turns it into almost a freemium model where um, you know you can still access all of our great features. It's just Dave Banking uh, enhances all those. Well, that's really interesting how you sort of um, you bifurcated the free versus paid. But um, I, I guess one question I have is it, it's you're almost and it's hard to describe Dave, I guess, but it. You, what you, it sounds to me, it feels to me, what you're trying to do is above and beyond banking. You're, you're sort of like a, a, a personal financial advisor. If you're, if you're actually not only managing people's money or holding their money, but also helping them make money, I guess, on the, to help them find a job piece. Yeah. The mantra really early on in the business was let's build products that banks won't. And so we really tried to think of anything that we thought would be um, accredited to a user's financial life that a bank would never really do. And we felt that Initially, banks would never try and use any kind of data to predict your upcoming expenses, given, God forbid, they were wrong and it could be, you know, open them up to a lawsuit or something. Um, we felt that that would be a great place to start. We knew that banks would not want to take on uh, a really kind of risky um, it, uh, advancing product. And so we created the essentially smallest dollar cash advance in the country where users could just grab $75. I mean, we saw the, a huge problem in the market where people were paying $34 billion a year in overdraft fees, and the average amount that was triggering those overdrafts was just a $20 purchase. Yet, you know, what does someone do if they want to avoid that? They can go take out an expensive payday loan, which is, you know, 200 plus dollars, which is way too much money for that. They can go get a credit card. They can go get a large personal loan. but there was nothing out there that was just like, hey, I, I just need to get gas, groceries, I'm going to the movies, uh, and I really just don't want to pay these fees. And so that that small cushion has been an incredible lifesaver for our users and is what has led us to be the most reviewed fintech app with over 200,000 uh, reviews. And what is it that people um, in those reviews uh, comment most on that, that they like about Dave? They're commenting most that you know, they love the fact that we help them find more income opportunities. They love the fact that they can access this small dollar saying, you know, I, I know where else to turn. What's really unique about this product is that we don't actually check your credit or report to the bureau. So it's completely, you know, completely about just you connecting your account. And we approve almost 95% of, of users that apply for it. And that, that truly has been a, a differentiator for the business, uh, you know, how we market that, how we treat that, and how, how purposeful it is to our user base. I guess do people, I'm trying to read through what what you said, do people feel that um, Dave is positioned kind of on the same side of the table as them, as opposed to sort of that adversarial positioning that banks may have taken over the past, you know, throughout their life? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, most people these days, they don't have a relationship with their banker. 30 years ago, you'd walk into your branch, everyone knows your name, you do your, your banking and pay your bills and everything there. But now, you do everything online, you pay everything with your debit card, everything is on a recurring expense. And what people really need is for someone to be more creative with all the data that, that they have access to. And we felt that banks were, were not doing a good job of it. You know, there's, you're, what really frustrated me the most, and one of the reasons we created the product was I would always have a couple hundred bucks in my bank account when I was younger, but that really meant nothing to me looking at my current balance knowing that I have three or four bills upcoming before I get paid next. 
Mm. So I said, you know, why does that, that number even matter? The first version of Dave, we just focused harder on your low balance or paycheck date. And that was the bigger number on the app as, as opposed to uh, your current balance. And that still remains that today since we feel that is the most representative number of where you stand in your financial life before you get paid next. And that is what's important to people. Is it fair to say that it's, it's, it sounds like you've um, you've created the product around the the pay the paycheck deposit, and and through that I guess that's the stickiness I guess that that enables you to deliver all this. Is that a focus for you going forward in terms of of convincing people to to use this as their main bank account? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as much as it's been great to partner with um, products like like Plaid to connect to users existing accounts they're still not perfect. I mean, they still rely on screen scraping to do 99% of uh, the ability to access someone's bank transactions. And so it's oftentimes imperfect and we can't get it right. And that that's one of the most frustrating parts of running our business is not, you know, is letting someone down. And we really felt like we couldn't do that anymore. And having your own account gives us the flexibility to, um, you know, have those real-time transactions. We can be reliant completely on our own set of data, and there there are no delays, there are no glitches, there's no screen scraping. It's just you know a a 100% better experience if you if you go directly with Dave. And so you're launching this this true banking product. What what kind of metrics are you going to use going forward? I guess to to view um, how good a job you're doing at Dave. Well, we're going to be really looking a lot at you know, how many people use this as their main product. I, mean, the, I think what has been missing in the market is a real bank challenger that everyone sets up their direct deposit. I mean, we've seen all right. the, the UK. Talk a lot about this. That, yeah, just account, you know, sheer millions of account openings doesn't really, it doesn't say anything about whether people are using these accounts. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, I think it's, it's a hard proposition to say, you know, this, this bank account is the best one. And we knew that that was a hard proposition going in and ultimately will lead to an expensive cost to acquire customers, one that you may have early traction of a cheaper, cheap, cheaper, uh, a cheaper cost to acquire a customer, but ultimately will rise and end up being the same as the, the big banks as they're starting to understand digital more and more. What we liked about Dave was sort of taking a page out of Credit Karma's book in that you can use Dave for free. You can try it. You can use it as, you know, as value accredited. And if you ever convert into a checking account at some point in your life, then that is a win for us. We love this whole notion of Dave as sort of a try before you buy model. It is a pre-customer kind of brand loyalty building uh, business versus, um, hey, this is the next great bank account. Come and open this up. We know that that is a really competitive uh, thing to market. I have a, a, a question from a different perspective now. Um, so you sort of use banking as a service um, functionality to, to build Dave, the, the, the bank now. Um, what was that process like in terms of choosing a provider and you know, how quickly uh, you were able to launch that? Anything you can provide that gives us a little bit of color there? Yeah, I mean, it was it was challenging to figure it out. I mean, there are not that many companies out there doing banking as a service. Um, we had already had a, an existing relationship with this particular institution. And so we decided, to, even though they were newer to it, we decided that they were probably uh, the one that we could trust the most. 
And it took us over a year from start to finish to, to get to this point. And it's very, very challenging to build these products out, especially if you want to have them completely integrated and into your UX. Right, I guess launching them is, is the easier part. It's, it's, it's the integration game. The, the flow is really working, right? It's the integration, but ultimately the hardest part and what we'll see going forward is, you know, who can actually gain meaningful traction in, in direct deposit and funded accounts. And I haven't seen anyone do it on a, on a meaningful scale yet that the banks truly care about. So looking back at that process, is there something you would have done earlier or different uh, throughout the process? Um, no, I think we've done everything we can. I don't think any of these products are perfect and, mm -hmm. you know, we've had to, to deal with that and help improve the code of, of partners. And we've, we've had to do a lot of, a lot of work. Um, so I think if anything, we could have maybe waited another six or 12 months, but we decided to double down on the work and, and get things polished to the point where we could take it live. Exciting. And um, can you allude to, I guess, um, what you're thinking about from a product um, pipeline over the next few months? Um, however specific you can be, but I guess what, what are you, what are your big goals? You obviously you got this launch, um, but what, what's happening the rest of 2019? The rest of this year is really just focusing on improving core product and, and getting banking to as many, as many of our core customers as possible and managing what that flow looks like and what is the best way to entice customers into, into new accounts without disrupting the current experience. And then 2019 we'll, we'll roll out some other exciting products that we've had in the works but very, very much for 2019, it's going to be uh, core product and banking is our main focus. Got it. And I hope you'll, uh, you'll keep us posted as, uh, as 2019 rolls out and, and you get more data about, uh, about the launch and the products we'd, we'd be interested in hearing about. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a lot of cool things slated. So we'll definitely keep you posted and really appreciate you taking the time today. Well, thanks Jason for joining us on the Tearsheet podcast. Okay. Thank you.